Hey everyone, welcome to Professor and Friends. I hope you're having a super great day. We're live with Joe and Misty from the day we make and our old buddy, Tony, 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 welcome, Tony. Hey, welcome to the show. Appreciate you being here. You know, Kansas people say that people from Arkansas can't pronounce Arkansas. Uh, you know, they say it should be Arkansas. Um, and I just say they're dumb. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, we appreciate y'all being here. Man, out of all the places in the world you could be, you're in Kansas. That is, that's odd. That's odd to yes. me. Yes. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe you're going from one place to another and you're just stopped there, uh, you know, refueling, getting your stuff together. Or is there something there that you wanted to see? No, we're we're on our way to Missouri. On our way to Missouri. That's why I figured. No, no. You know, the wind, uh, uh, everybody said, everybody in Kansas says that uh, the wind blows because so hard because uh, Texas sucks and Nebraska blows. So uh, that's <laughs> right. Oklahoma sucks and Nebraska blows. I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, thank you. I've got some, I've got some good friends in Kansas and um, haven't been there very often. But when I have been there, the wind has just been god awful it's just been horrible now one thing that you do need to do if you ever go to kansas stop at the world's largest ball of twine you can't miss it it's just it. it's so memorable i'm telling you you will never ever regret it i wish i had the picture it is incredible it's incredible uh, so anyway if you're ever going that way i appreciate you uh being here on the show tonight tony what's going on tony not much man Man, Not much. Uh, it's just been a hectic week. Hectic week. Tony has said to me more than once that work gets in the way of a good time, and it's been that kind of a way all week. Aaron, appreciate you being on here. We have the one and only Mason Berry joining us. Mr. Uh, Majestic. you being here, Mason. Mason actually watched some of my videos from his tent yesterday, uh, which yeah. is my old tent, which is just like Tony's new tent. Um, so it's... Uh, uh, Mason found out what, how good an X-Bed is yesterday. Uh, he uh, took out the mattress out of the tent and put his X-Bed in there, which is a four-inch inflatable memory foam. And uh, if you put four-inch inflatable and memory foam together, that's heaven. It's just heaven. That's, that's just heaven. So, uh, uh, Arla, what's going on? 
That's Tony's and biggest fan, by the way. If that's right. Know that. Tony has one fan, and he, she's his biggest fan. And there she is, my biggest, love my biggest supporter. Uh, Mason said it's better than my own bed. I, you know, I mm -hmm. thought that too. I thought that too when I was uh, when I had one of those. What is going on in y'all's world? What is going on in y'all's world? Any? Uh, uh, I was going to ask if there are any changes in setups coming, but I know Joe and Misty, you're about to experience that in a couple days. Yeah gonna be getting yeah. an upgrade getting so, an upgrade yeah getting uh going to the howling moon from the tapui um, yeah gonna be sporting that and showing that showing that around and looking forward to it i've heard a lot about them and yeah. uh, so and uh the tapui's been through a lot so it's ready to be retired uh and and this is going on the jeep i guess yeah. yes okay Tapui's going. I mean, the Howling Moon's going on the Jeep. The Tapui's coming off. Um, I don't know if y'all if y'all know Joe and Misty, but uh, if you follow the day we make, or if you don't follow the day we make, I would highly suggest that you do that on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all that. They are full time Overlanders traveling with three children, uh, which is a challenge. I know uh, at times. And uh, but if you ever want an opinion on gear. Whatever they're using, they use it. And so yes. <laughs> um, I would actually invite you to uh, call them or text them, email them, or shoot them a message on Instagram, and they will get back with you. And I guarantee you, if they're using it, it's good because uh, they use it, I'm telling you, every day, every day. Absolutely. Well, um, I have some new gear. Uh, I, I have been playing around with my new um diesel heater uh we used our diesel heater for the first time last weekend and it got down to i think 31 degrees when we were camped in eastern arkansas and let me tell you that it was the first time we'd ever used that thing and one gallon that thing ran for 15 hours i was and let me tell you that was so cool and not only that it was so cool to be in the rooftop tent with my remote and, and and reach down there and click it up a few notches when we got a little chilly. And I, and that thing sounds like a, sounds like a jet plane about to take off. It's going to go. Man, this is cool. I feel like a little kid, you know, got a little toy, uh, but I, my wife's in love with that thing. I mean, just absolutely in love with that thing. It blows so hard, blows so hot. And if there's one thing that she hates to be, it's cold. Yeah. Uh, so she just absolutely loved it. Um, I wired uh, up my, let's see, my Honda uh, adventure bike that I'm building. I got some some new lights in from uh, Dial Dynamics and put on there. And I wired them up and plugged them in last night. And unbelievable. It worked. <laughs> it actually came on when I flipped the switch. I couldn't believe it. If there's anything I'm not, it's an electrician. And the Same craziest here. thing about this, these lights, you know, they were, they were, they're made for a vehicle. So the, the wiring harness was about 30 feet long and I only needed about three feet, but everything was joined in the middle. And so it was a switch a place that went to the battery and then a place that went to the two lights. And I had to take this wiring harness apart at the center and not get the wires mixed up 
and put everything back together and shrink wrap it all, put it back on there and pray to the Lord Jesus that it would work. And my prayer was answered. I nice. believe it. And they're, they're just amazing. No pressure. I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. So anyway, I've got some new toys I'm playing with. Also got me a Zero Breeze air conditioner, which it's not really the time of year for that. But they sucked me in with the Black Friday deal. So <laughs> been playing around with that a little bit, too. Uh, Tony actually was playing around with his diesel heater. How did that go? Yeah, it went good. It went good. We finally got the uh, remote control paired up. So it, yeah. it was working. And Arla took the hose and was putting it in her shirt. You know, and out in the driveway, we were playing with it. And <laughs> it, it was, yeah, it was fun. Um, oh, man. It, it I, was kinda, so cool. I'm kind of curious to see if anybody has hooked up a Y in the hose and ran it to two tenths. Yeah, um, I saw your question come in on that. And uh, I've got a friend that I can ask about that. Uh, we're actually going to try the, the hose that came with ours is crap. I mean, yeah. it's just crap. It's about three three foot long, and it will not stretch. And I'm thinking, why would I run something for three feet? It's it's stupid. You know, if, I, if I'm going to run something, it's going to be about 15 feet. Yeah, I see you, you mean got this hose one? there. Same yeah, hose I got. One? It's stupid. It's stupid. It's not near so long enough. And I sent my buddy, I sent my buddy Albert, who uh, completely rebuilt the tent that, that uh, Mason's got now. He's an engineer, and he had installed one on his trailer. Oh, by the way, we're talking about trailers tonight. And uh, I said, what kind of hose did you use to run into your tent? And he said, an RV crapper hose. And I said, oh, that's genius. So, I was wondering. I saw your picture, and I was wondering what that was. Yeah, it's an RV crapper hose. And, uh, and you know, they're made very well so that it won't melt. And uh, so I bought a 15-footer, but you can get wise for those. You can yes, get a Y for those yeah. and run it to two different tents. Because I know on your trip that you're about to take, you're going to be taking two different vehicles. And I'm assuming you only want to use one heater. You'd be assuming right. Yeah. Two heaters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you could run a Y and then that'd be a lot of hose though, bro. A lot of hose. Where are you going to put that, all that hose? Yeah. I mean, I they collapse know. down, but still that's a yeah. lot to store. I mean, when we had our big trailer, we had a box that was just for those hoses, and then you have to have to have a place to put it. So, yeah, or you throw it in a PVC pipe. There you go. Slide or it the, into a PVC pipe and cap it. Or, or the bumper or, or something. Or uh, roof rack or something. That's true. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Chad, welcome. Chad's out there in Kansas. Um, hey, Chad. Uh, yeah. Hey, Chad. Chad's out there close to, uh, close to the, um, Big Iron Overland Rally, where the Big Iron was. He's out there by Big Brutus. Are y'all anywhere close to Big Brutus? We are down in Pittsburgh, Kansas tonight. Okay. Yeah, we know. were in Cherryvale. Okay. Yeah. That's not too far from Brutus. Is that where all the mountains are in Kansas? Uh, I mean, compared to the rest <laughs> of Kansas, yeah. Be <laughs> Very mountain. <laughs> uh, if it's three foot tall, they're going to call it a mountain in Kansas. High altitude, yeah. Oh man, uh, I tell you what, I, it's this been a, this has been a crazy week. Um, and just to let everybody know, if you saw that we posted yesterday that we we're having this show tonight, that's because I was supposed to work tonight and it got canceled. So I uh, oh, Chad says you're just north of him, about forty minutes. So that's pretty cool. Y'all are close to him. Um, so 
uh, got canceled. We decided to do a show tonight. And I this this show was really sparked by a trip that I took last week and actually got to stop at an RV place down in Denton, Texas, and got to see for the very first time three of the trailers that I have never seen before. Uh, an OBI, um, a Taxa. I got to see some of the Taxa stuff that's made in uh, Houston, Texas. And then I got to see a Conqueror 490 for the first time. So uh, trailers have been on my mind um, for the last, I guess, week or so. And I told told Tony, I said, let's let's talk about trailers because, you know, that's, that's one of the things that uh, a lot of people think about. And, and the reason they think about trailers is because when you get into the overlanding world and start buying all this gear, you run out of room really quick and you're thinking, I, I can't live without any of this. I need something else to tote all this stuff with. So let's buy a trailer. And uh, so anyway, that's kind of what we did and where we were and and kind of how we came upon our, our trailer. So um, I just was thinking about trailers. And so let's get into it. Um, trailers. All of us here have had experience with trailers. We all, all own trailers. Tony just recently sold his trailer, uh, but he had a trailer, and um, and I have a trailer, and Joe and Misty have a trailer. But if you look in their videos or their pictures and stuff, you see that they rarely take the trailer, and so that's that's very interesting to me. So we're coming at each, we're coming from all different kinds of angles on the subject of trailers and you know it's i think there's benefits to them i think there's downfalls to them and there's a whole lot of different kinds of trailers and uh, and i want to talk about those two later on but um you know without getting into a lot of specifics joe misty what was the reason in the beginning tell us about the conversations you had we need to get a trailer. Why, what were the reasons behind wanting to get a trailer in the beginning? I think it, a lot of it was what you, what you covered. It was uh, a, a platform to have stuff for gear and different stuff you need. Um, something with some four walls because we knew we'd be in diverse environments, you know, a lot of inclement weather at times. So it would be something that we could get into if we needed to if things got too crazy yeah um so for us especially with the amount of people it was mainly a platform for more food more water and we have to have gear for five instead of one or two so and gear for all different environments so i'd say that that was uh the main driving force behind it yeah in addition, Tony, what was what was some of the conversations you had? Misty, do you have something to add to that? Yeah, we we were transitioning at the time. This was a little over a year ago. We were transitioning from full time RVing to overlanding, and because of the kids, you know, we we were concerned about safety and about inclement weather and things like that, and the additional gear. And so that's why we decided to go with a trailer uh, initially. And we got it for, ironically, for our older daughter, really, because she did not, she had no interest in tent camping whatsoever. Zero. Yeah. I mean, zero. So we get the trailer, mainly for her, and she didn't sleep one night in it. 
The other two did. The other two kids did. <laughs> she was terrified of it. So. So yeah, I'd say you know it wasn't uh, anything specific. It was kind of all the combination yeah. of all those yeah. things. And, yeah, I get it. I get it. Tony, what was uh, what was the reason y'all got yours? So we uh, we downsized from a fifth wheel to a trailer. Um, that's a big step. Yeah, because a fifth yeah. wheel is huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. We we just wanted to get to you know more remote locations and still have a little bit of security from you know the elements in some camping situations, and so we got we got that little chase uh, enclosed trailer and it suited us well i didn't really have any you know real reason to get rid of it other than we have some other things in the works and i needed to make room for something else so yeah uh, anyway i understand you know what when the the reason that we got ours was mm -hmm. uh, a little bit different than that um when you know when we went out when we would go out west we would uh, or even when we went beach camping, everything was attached to the vehicle. And so if we wanted to, um, you know, when we were beach camping, everything was set up. We ran out of water. Uh, we actually paid somebody to go to the store for us. And I told my wife, I said, if we had a trailer set up, our vehicle would be free and we would be able to base camp and travel. Uh, when we went out west and camped uh, two different times in Colorado, once in New Mexico, everything was attached to the vehicle and every time we wanted to go somewhere we had to pack everything up and then we would go and and i told my wife i said wouldn't it be great to base camp uh in a in an area that, that is very uh fruitful with things that you could go and see and do um and then you wouldn't have to pack up every single time you could just set up once and and then if uh if you get up on top of a pass and you get up on top of california pass or on uh, you know, an Imogene or somewhere like that where you can camp and it's a beautiful night and you just want to set up, you've got everything on the vehicle. You can just stay, go back to your base camp. So you, you, I really wanted the best of both worlds. I wanted to be able to set up once in base camp and have all the comforts of home, or I wanted to be able to, you know, take the FJ out and have it completely on its own, standalone, everything would be in there and we could camp there too. So that was the reason that we decided um, to build our, our own trailer. Um, now, I've, mine is homemade. It's built by students. And so it's a little bit different uh, than, than the two that y'all have had. But, you know, it, I, I researched for a long time what I wanted. Drew it out on a piece of paper. I took it to the welding shop and I said, this is what I want. Can you do this? And they said, oh, yeah, we can do anything. And uh, sure enough, you know. Uh, six months later, uh, we had our trailer. Now, I've taken it back to them four times to change things up because the way that I thought I wanted it after I used it was not the, the best way. So, I changed, took it back, uh, changed it up a few times, and now it's it's pretty much exactly the way I want it. It's perfect. So, uh, But there are downsides to having trailers, too, um, because you have a lot of added weight. Um, you have something else to keep up with. You have a lot of excess cost. Um, so there is, there's some downsides to it, but there's a lot of different kinds and types of trailers. And I see that Jeff with Badak Adventure Co., one of my good friends, is on here listening. 
Uh, he actually builds trailers for a living. Uh, and so, Jeff, I'm glad you're on here. I hope you, I hope you get to stay on here because I want your insight into some of this. But um, before we delve off into uh, these different kinds of trailers and the different uh, upsides and downsides to all of them, let's take a minute and pause. Word from our sponsors. You are watching Rollfest Ring Fresh. Hi, I'm Barry Henderson with Tailback Trailers. I'm Adam with Oki Overland. This is John with Long Creek Overland. I'm Drew with Rock Squash Design. I'm Casey with US Action Track. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Misty from the day we wake. I'm here with Dustin Ogg from Oakley Overland. Hi, I'm Jeremiah from Overland Pioneer. Hi, we're Jessica Jorge with Liberty Wonder. Chris from More Expo. And Misty from Lady Overlander Radio. And you're watching. And you're watching. And you're watching. You're watching. Are watching. And you're watching. From yourself, we're still watching. Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Joey the Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. The Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Professor and Friends. Sponsored by Artemis Overland Hardware in Springfield, Missouri. More Expo. April 8th through the 10th, 2022. Big Iron Overland Rally, first weekend in June of next year. U.S. Action Tracks, Blue Cell Coffee Roasters, Linson Solar, Howling Moon Tents and Awnings, and our good friends at Long Creek Overland. Thank you for joining our show. Let's get this party started. Oh, I appreciate everybody doing that for me. That's always Dev, fun. Uh, Joe and Missy, I see. Uh, is that the first time you've seen that? No, it's the second. We saw oh, when okay, you got okay. uh, right. Good. Watch the show then. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I like incorporating everybody in there, especially the bro posers uh, that get in there. And uh, bro posers. Uh, so anyway, now talking about the um, the trailers that we have, uh, Joe, Misty, this is one of the few uh uh, pictures that I saw. It's the one you posted today when you're advertising the show. Tell us about your trailer and why you went with this style. So um, we we kind of found that by accident. We weren't we were kind of looking for something, like I said, because we needed something for extra cargo and um, basically use it as a mule. And you know, we had talked about what you said too about using it as a uh, like a base camp, and you could push out from that and then come back to that and restock, regroup kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so we saw it, uh, we were coming through Arkansas, right? It's in Arkansas, we bought it, yeah. And um, I liked it because it had the platform up front, um, you know, for people that have uh, bicycles or dirt bikes or ATVs, that, that platform is primarily for that and it side rails turn into ramps. So it had some versatility with that um as well as the um enclosed portion um and so we got got that one uh, also because of the weight the dry weight was 1500 pounds um and uh that was ideal for the jeep because jeeps will get you almost anywhere but they don't carry anything mm. um getting you there um <laughs> so the dry weight was nice which gave you some fudge room for actually putting stuff in it so you weren't maxed out with just yeah. the trailer I had the off-road tires and yeah and so yeah. We, we did have wind up having a, the the leaf springs on it failed because they they didn't use uh good enough good enough ones heavy duty ones so we had those replaced but other than that you know it held up great um 
you know, we went quite a few places with it that year. We, we used it quite extensively for that first year. Okay. Now that's considered a teardrop trailer. Um, and, uh, you have a kitchen in the back and you are able to sleep inside. That's correct. Correct. Yes. Okay. You uh, can put that's, that's pretty close to what Tony and them had. Tony had a flyer. Um, mm -hmm. and Tony, uh, why, why did y'all choose this style? Um, well, we, we looked around we had a budget in mind and that one we bought used, it was, you know, pretty good deal on. So that's kind of, kind of what we were after. Um, I actually was looking for one like, like Joe and Misty's with the, the back door that raised up. Right. Uh, cause I wanted an awning. Those, the one, the one that we have had you know the two back doors open to the side we didn't have the kitchen of course we had the back of the jeep fitted out for the kitchen so right. um you know it, it it worked worked pretty well cool. the the one thing that i would say about that one is uh putting a rooftop tent up that high is that that's you know when you first get in it get in it the first time that was that was a little little sketchy if you will <laughs> it's, a, it's a little high yeah that's that's way up i mean it's it's seven foot to the top of the rack so definitely on the yeah. second story yeah <laughs> well the, uh, this is my little uh my little trailer that i've got we've got it outfitted now with a rooftop tent this is the first rooftop tent we've ever had on it and an awning so uh but when you open that thing up it is big uh nice. it's so big uh 72 inch tent that's the biggest bed biggest tent we've ever slept in um and it was so big uh when we put the annex on there and then we put the walls it was the best winter camping setup i've ever ever experienced it was it was amazing we absolutely loved it um so we all had different kinds different types of trailers and we all have uh reasons for getting them um now this this trailer industry has really exploded in the last few years you know if you go back five or six years maybe a handful of off-road trailer manufacturers in the united states there wasn't wasn't really a whole lot uh, there was some being imported um, but as far as ones that uh, a variety that you could get there really wasn't there really wasn't a whole lot that you could get but you know, I think I think it's really exploded because, um, you know, it, it goes back to that old adage: if you build it, they will come; if you build it, they will buy it. And um, you know, I, and, and people are buying them, so uh, people are are building them. And um, so people are wanting to. Some people are wanting to save money, so they build their own. So it, you know, there's a lot of homemade stuff out there, but there's a lot of different. Um, places out there where you can actually buy a trailer and good quality high-end trailers uh, and they run the gamut of price range from 5,000 to uh, 150,000 is the yeah. most expensive one that I've seen um, and I actually have a picture of it on here and it blows me away that that trailers that much but um, it's it's crazy um, to see all the different kinds and types out there um, now, Tony, you, you have sold your trailer because you said that there, you had other priorities that you wanted to do and you said you needed room. Uh, so now y'all are running two rigs, which is a lot like what you, Joe and Misty do. Yep, um, yep. And, and y'all rarely take your trailer. 
anywhere, y'all have decided to run two rigs. What is the reason for that? You want to start with that? or That's up to you, whatever okay. you want. I was, I was uh, I'm curious as to, you know, we, we don't ever see your, your trailer in, uh, in very many of your of your yeah, exploits we, here. Yeah, we like decided this. to go with the two rig um, configuration. Um, one of the reasons was sort of like what you were saying is you can set up one, you know, you don't have to take down one vehicle versus your main vehicle if we didn't have the trailer. But the main thing is for just a backup. So if you have any kind of a failure out on the, the backcountry roads, I mean, it could be a two-day walk. So yeah. um, the main reason why I wanted to go this way was um, it's having a backup vehicle or getting stuck or, you know, you're just in these places where there's not many people or um, just to have that backup, I'd say was the main reason. And then um, the other vehicle vehicle also solved the issue with uh, a platform for just hauling stuff. So yeah. you get you get more out of having another vehicle because you can use it to haul stuff, but you you also have a vehicle, whereas a trailer is just a trailer. Right. So, and also in your in your position, you're hauling a lot of people and you can't haul yeah. people in a trailer. Well, and the so, other thing, the other thing too is, you know, if you ever had a vehicle, you know, if, if you only have one primary vehicle, you know, and you have repairs that need to be done, you know, you're yeah, you're down hard, you know, and, and especially nowadays waiting on parts or waiting on availability to get it fixed. Once you get the parts, I mean, you could be sitting there for a long while but with two vehicles, you know, you can still at least go around and do stuff and not be stranded. Right. And we, we actually had considered selling the trailer this last fall, but it's down in my parents' house in Florida because the Eastern side of the United States is very humid and can get very, very hot. And so mm -hmm. we, you know, we have a lot of family in Florida. So we figured we would leave it down there and utilize it more when we're going around the state down there for climate mm -hmm. control and things like that. Yeah. But, you know, hauling it all over the United States all the time, just, it just didn't seem like it made a lot of sense to us. Yeah. I get it. I get it. There's, you know, everybody's different and there's no one saw fix all for everybody and, and not one yeah. uh, single thing that we could say, Hey, do this. And people would go out there and do it and be happy because everybody's different. You know, oh, uh, yeah. uh, you know, Tony, uh, travels with his wife and daughter. Uh, we travel with my, I travel with my wife and my dog and y'all have, uh, three younger kids and you know, it's different for a dog. dog and, uh, <laughs> and a dog, um, and hating dog. Um, so it's, uh, and Jeff said, you know, I had Jeff and his wife on there on here. They were one of my very first, if not my very first, uh, interview on, uh, uh, my uh, podcast and it was so awesome because Jeff's wife come on there and she's a hoot by the way she's a kindergarten teacher um, I, and they're they're just great and fun to talk with and we talked for almost three hours on that podcast it lasted forever but it seemed like it was five minutes uh, but they did a huge uh, super long 13 states uh, 12,000 miles in three months type deal with Family of five, two large dogs. Um, so they traveled with a trailer and two rigs. And, um, you know, it was it was one of those things when COVID hit and people get laid off. Hey, let's go. And so yeah. 
you know, they went and had a great time and they, they saw and did so many things uh, and, you know, had a great time doing it because that was what fit them. They had a place for everybody and they were able to fit everybody and everybody had a great time. They weren't cramped. And, and it was just a, uh, it was just a joy listening to them. But, uh, and Jeff's built some amazing trailers and we're going to talk about a couple of Jeff's trailers that he has that he builds. And, uh, but the different types of trailers and uh we're gonna do something new here hopefully this don't blow my thing up here we go um uh the homemade trailers the people that want to save a dime um they build their own and this is one that i found that a guy um i think out west had built one that you could actually live in uh actually has an air conditioner in the front um pretty neat design i thought that was pretty neat this is a homemade in the style of a Patriot trailer. Um, now it doesn't look as well built as a Patriot trailer, um, but it's a neat design. Um, and it looks like he uses space pretty well. So anyway, <laughs> that was that was one of the ones I found. And cool. uh, the, the M101 military trailers are extremely popular. Oh, you don't see the pics? it. Are they not coming them. up on the screen? Yeah, I see, yeah, I see it. Y'all can see them. I can see them. Jeff said he can't see the pics. Oh, no. I might have to go back to doing it the other way. I don't know. I thought this was so cool, though. Jeff, you're going to mess me up. Did can I <laughs> see the pics? There's a lot of people watching. Can I can see the pictures. Okay, Keith said he can. Uh, Jeff, uh, you're the only uh, you're the only turd out there. So uh, <laughs> Anyway. Uh, he's probably in his shop, and the and the uh, and the uh, Wi-Fi is not very good there. But the M101 trailers are becoming extremely popular. Mm -hmm. I mean, these trailers that you used to could go out and find uh, were 500 bucks, and you saw them on every corner. And now they're 1,500 dollars, and they're rusted through. And if you find a good one, you're paying 2,500, three grand for them. Yeah. They have become so stinking popular mm -hmm. um, yeah. because people that like to save some money do their own thing. And so there's a lot of benefits to doing it yourself. You keep the cost down. You're able to do it um, exactly how you want it if you have the tools to do it. Um, and people that want something that's built, not bought. Uh, you know, that's if that's your philosophy, then that's the route that you're going to go. But the downfalls are it could take you a lot of time uh, to do it. It could take you six months. It could take you a, a year. It could take you a lot of a lot of time. Um, you may need to buy some tools so you don't have all the tools that you need to build it. Uh, you have limited knowledge. Uh, you may not be a welder, you may not be an electrician, you may not be a fabricator, and so you may have to get some help to do it. And also, you don't have a warranty. So if something goes wrong and you built it, guess what? You're going to have to fix it. Yeah. So, you know, there's a there's a lot of uh, ups and downs. Uh, what do y'all think about the small homemade trailers? You see a lot of them out there, I'm sure. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Like you said, it's definitely uh, because of the popularity and, um, you know, the barriers of entry as far as cost for some of the 
more well-known companies and those brands, you know, that's going to set you back a pretty penny. And so a lot of people are doing exactly what you said. So, and we see, you know, it's, it's oh, probably 50, nice. 50, you yeah. know, we yeah. see some of the name brand ones and we see a lot of homemade stuff out there. So, yeah, I really like the uh, M101 A5s. I used to have one in it. Well, one of the things I liked about it the most is it had handbrakes on it that would lock yep. the wheels. Yeah, you don't have to carry the wheel chocks around or stuff like that. Nice. It you just lock the brakes and it wouldn't go anywhere. My trailer is actually yeah. built on an M101 axle. Uh, oh, so the buddy that I had upgraded his suspension and gave me upgraded axle and his suspension and gave me the axle. And so my trailer's built on a 1946 M101, and it had this big, nice. long thing, uh, which I found out later was the handbrake. I had no idea what this big, long cord was that was attached to it. And I took it up there, and, and the welder said, oh, man, that thing's got a handbrake on it. He said, we'll make that work. I was like, sweet. Yeah. I, I'm so excited. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty neat to have a little piece of history um and uh everybody everybody's talking about love having their trailer you know it's it's one thing um you know it's not for everybody but the people who who have them and use them uh it's it's hard to find somebody that that don't really like it for us yeah. it's having to figure out you know when we first got it we thought man we got all this room and then the second time we went out we thought why do we have so much stuff uh, yeah. <laughs> because we, we were trying to pack everything in there and take it all with us and we were like man we don't need all this we don't need all this stuff i don't you don't need 17 coleman stoves you only need one why do you have to take all up you know it's just you have to figure out what you use and uh, leave it there just because you have the room doesn't mean that you can take that or need to take that much more stuff um it just gives you an option uh to base camp or to get it out of your vehicle depending on what you want to do um, yeah, my wife says I have to have my Oz tent chair and my Mad Mats. Um, <laughs> yes, she does. Oh my gosh, that uh, well, she's got an Oz tent chair. We have some really small chairs that are just perfect, and she hates them. And she wants to take that Oz tent chair, and I swear it's the size of a small couch, <laughs> and put that thing in the FJ, and there's no room for anything else. And I, and she hates it when we just take the FJ because she said, "Did you bring my chair? No, no, I didn't bring a chair." Well, we need to take the trailer so I can bring my chair. Sounds like you're going to have to add that second rig to your configuration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to have to yeah. take the orange crush along. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so getting away from the, or moving on from the, from the, the homemade trailers, we get into the small, rugged, lightweight trailers. Uh, so we've got uh, the, the shoot. Uh, Shoot makes the X Venture trailer, so they're light, uh, they're open. You can put rooftop tent on them. You have a battery box in the front with some propane. And then on the right here, you've got the new trailer that Jeff from Badak has come up with. He had this at Rendezvous. Um, it's just a small uh, place for you to put stuff in. It had a long tongue on it, so you could tote it anywhere. A battery box. I believe it has some solar with it and a rooftop tent. So it just gives you that um, option to base camp in a very easy way without having to tote a lot of weight. 
Uh, these are perfect for people that have old Jeeps that have crappy engines that can't pull the hat off your head. Um, Suzuki Samurais, you know, um, there's a lot of Subarus out there. Uh, now, I'm seeing Subies all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jeff's little trailer is perfect uh, for those. So, um, the, a lot of benefits on these. Um, price is very affordable. Uh, the weight is way down. You can take them anywhere. Very easy to set up. Um, and a lot of them you can even use an awning uh, on the shuts. You can use an awning. Um, the downfalls, uh, there's not really a lot of space in there. So you can't take uh, the kitchen sink. You know, if you if you like carrying a lot of gear, if you're a overland hoarder, uh, you can't take all your stuff with you. Um you know, and your gear's out in the weather a lot of times, and it's difficult in extreme weather because you have no place to get inside. So, um, you know, there are downfalls. Uh, what do y'all think about these trailers? I think they're practical, and like you said, the, the advantages, it's it's light. It's And I think the advantage, too, is it's simple. It's simplicity is something that's nice because... Um, you know, there's not much to it. And so there's not much that can go wrong. Right. Um, so, and that's, that goes a long way sometimes out there is, is simplicity yep. where things aren't complicated, uh, less things to fail and things like that. So. Yeah. Jeff says this, uh, this GH five, which we have on the screen now, is 550 pounds, 550 pounds dry weight. So that's one of the lightest trailers that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so, that's great. He says you could even pull it with a side-by-side. So, you know, I don't know if we have any side-by-side people uh, watching. I know there are people that Overland that have side-by-side. So if you want to do uh, side-by-side and base camp with your side-by-side, you could pull a trailer like this. Uh, we actually saw some rooftop tents on side-by-sides at Rendezvous. So I guess that's the thing now. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not in that so. I'm not in that loop. So uh, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. But um, I, I like these smaller trailers. You know, Jeremiah Oshwald pulls one of these X Ventures all over the world and loves it. Um, he, uh, Overland Pioneers, uh, he travels all over the place. And that was actually the original trailer from Overland X. Uh, that was the very first one that they pulled when they first started out. So that trailer has been all over the world. Um, and, you know, they're built to military specs and they're built to last. And uh, they're, I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, I think another neat thing about them is um, the segment, too, is just the diversity of it all, you know, and just seeing all the different configurations and ideas that people have had and incorporated into the designs. You know, it's neat to see all the different variants. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I guess you got, if you base camp, uh, you can have an ice maker going all day, Tony. Yes, you can. (laughs) My wife is after me about getting one of them Snowmaster ice makers so we can have margaritas when we're out. Uh, just haven't pulled the plug on one of those yet. So we, we had one of those, just a little countertop, you know, about the size of a cooler, a countertop ice maker in our fifth wheel that we kept when we sold it. And we got our new trailer, and I was like, ah, that might be something that needs to go with oh, us. Oh, my wife. We had one in our motorhome before yes. we parted ways with that, yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, moving along to the one to the trailers that are just a little bit bigger than these, uh, we get into 
the turtleback trailers, which are extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to um, the guy from Turtleback at Rendezvous, and uh, he said that they would really like to get some uh, vendors and start stocking some of their uh, spec trailers, but they can't keep up. Um, they, everything that they do now is made to order, and they can't keep up. They can't. They're selling them as fast as they can build them. And you're wow. talking about a trailer here that starts at twenty eight thousand. Yeah. And so you know, uh, twenty eight thousand dollars, and you're still sleeping in a tent. Um, you know, that's that's a lot of money, and people are willing to pay that so much that they can't keep up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Turtleback has a high quality problem. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Um, but if you've ever seen one of these in person, oh, yeah. they are extremely well thought out. They mm-hmm. are extremely well built. The suspension on them is top notch. Um, they have hot water in, uh, on demand, showers on, uh, have a shower. Uh, they come with an awning. They come with uh, a tent with an annex. And um, the kitchen setup is amazing in the rear. Uh, they're just really, really nice and easy to pull. And I've seen these trailers pulled uh, just about down any trail that you can go down. Mm-hmm. They are they're very versatile. And if you're wanting to get off off grid, they're a good choice. The let's see, go back up. Sorry, uh, the Patriots are pretty much their. Um, Size-wise, probably their their biggest competition. They are about double the price, um, and I think the Patriot X ones are around fifty-five thousand. Um, so you know, but there again, uh, Exploration Outfitters in in Oklahoma. I see them about every other day posting that somebody has come by there and picked one up, and they're the proud new owners. So just as fast as they can get them in, they're selling them. And uh, if you watch any of their videos, they are high quality. Attention to detail is crazy, crazy cool. Um, I love the way that they set up. Uh, they're easy set up, easy take down. And once again, they'll go anywhere. They're they're really, really nice. And I'm, yeah, Chad says they're nice guys too. That's true. I've never been by there. I, I was going to go by there on Friday on our way home, and uh, they were closed on Black Friday, so I didn't get to talk to them. Um, the other one that I really like in this category is the, um, I think it's the 390 uh, from Conqueror. Uh, these are built to Australian military specs. The kitchen, which if you like to cook like I do, you always, I always look at the kitchens on. Oh, yeah. Uh, the kitchen is crazy. It's bigger than the kitchen I have in my house. Uh, it's an L-shaped kitchen. And uh, I could just stand back there and cook for everybody who walked up. I would just love it. Um, it would just make my day. Uh, but there again, you're spending $40,000, $45,000 and still sleeping in a tent. Um, so there's a lot of benefits to it. Uh, they're pricey, but still right on that edge of affordability. Um, you know, a lot of people who work can't afford one. Um, they're better set up, uh, especially with the kitchens. They have hot water. They have fridges. You can pull them anywhere. They have awnings. And most of them are easy to set up. 
but the downfalls are you know with all this kitchen gear that you're looking at right now you're adding weight so they are quite a bit heavier um the price really depends on the model so you can get as little of what you want or as much as much of what you want um but you know you're ranging from twenty-eight thousand to about sixty-five thousand, depending on what you get um and eventually just like joe's doing this week you're going to have to replace that tent if you use it all the time um if you use it for six months out of the year eventually that tent's going to be weathered that i don't care how good material is it's going to eventually wear out mm -hmm. that's true yeah. so uh, you're spending that much money and you're going to eventually have to replace the tent and um you know still in my mind it's it's hard for me to get past the statement that okay i'm buying a 40 45 000 trailer and i'm still sleeping in a tent that's you know in the if you talk to if you say that to an rv person that makes zero sense and they're going to laugh at you and say how stupid that is yeah and so it's it's a total different mindset I, I, what do y'all think about that well that's that's why we got the teardrop trailer because number one it was only what ten thousand eleven i think brand new um and it had it we had a higher clearance it had the off-road tires already you know it was it was perfect for what when, you know when we were transition transitioning from our being and we had an indoor place to sleep and we could have climate control if we you know we want to we have an ac and a heater in there and you know i'm, I'm much more comfortable spending ten thousand dollars or eleven thousand dollars on something like that than forty five thousand dollars on something where you're like you said you're still sleeping in a tent right well, I mean, we prefer sleeping in a tent but yeah you know. i i think like you said it's uh the art because we've kind of been on both sides of the fence we've done our years and we've been doing overlanding so I think, uh, and there's a lot of money you can spend on either side of that fence. So as far as it comes to money, it's just a matter of what you want or prefer or what you can afford. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, like you said, these, these are pricey and you do sleep in a tent, but yeah. with that, you get durability, you get capability, you know, yeah. it's allowing you to get where you want to go and the things you want to do overlanding, um, but bring in the kitchen sink with you. But at the same time, you know, you can achieve what those trailers do without it. So it's just, uh, you know, it's what you're willing to spend. I think it's just a matter of, you know, like personal needs, yeah. personal wants. And, you know, it's like, it's like you said, there's no right or wrong. It's just, um, what works best for you and what you can afford yeah well you know um tony you're an old rver what how, how how much of this makes sense to you uh well it makes a lot of sense when you when you think about the places that you get to go right somebody it's with a, a travel trailer or fifth wheel they're well you're, they're you're so having limited to, you're having to stay in state parks or national parks or private parks or koas and spend 50 bucks a night on top of uh you know all that other when uh, you can take these trailers and sleep for free in the national forest when there is one yeah, right yeah. of course you are saving quite a bit of money that way yeah, um, right. and yeah, so you know and, and it also depends on what you're going to be doing if you're if you're just a weekender um you know if if i'm just going out for a couple of days 
six months out of the year, whatever, I'm getting some that, that will only take me a minute to set up. I'm not getting something extravagant. Um, but if I'm living in it full time, if and I'm going to really look for a lot more comfort levels, um, mm-hmm. you know, because you can set up for uh, 15 days or 30 days, depending on where you are uh, in a spot. So um, if if I'm going to set up for 15 days, I don't mind an hour set up or 30 minutes set up or whatever it takes. Um, you know, the new the new turtleback trailers, I, I got a chance to walk down there and look at them at Rendezvous, the one that was real short and it, the tent folded over on the ground. Um, if you if you looked at that tent, uh, it reminded me a lot of the Black Series because uh, when I first got into this, I really fell in love with the Black Series. I thought, man, a pop-up trailer, that's perfect. Um, but if you look at the Black Series and you watch videos on it, and the awnings that come out front the inside of the tent how many poles there are and they're color coordinated they're all a different length and even turt uh, uh i can't remember his name from turtle barry he's barry, barry. barry. he yeah. said it took him 35 minutes to set that trailer up um so and that was doing it by himself and he set it up a lot so you know even if you're used to doing it um, you're doing an hour's worth of work in 35 minutes. That's a lot. That's, that's long for me. That's mm-hmm. a long, that's a long time for me. Yeah. Um, so, um, if I want to be setting it up for five, six, seven, 15 days, I don't mind that. But if I'm setting it up today and moving tomorrow, I'm not doing that. Nope. I'm not doing that at all. Right. Um, so that's it depends on what fact. you're going to be doing with it. Um, it's, um, it's a, it's something to consider. There's a lot of things to consider. So, um, you know, especially with the ones that are rooftop tent, all of us know what it takes to set up a rooftop tent. You know, if you've, if you've done it one or two times, it takes you 15 minutes. If you've done it a hundred times, I see Joe set up his tent. It takes him like nine seconds. <laughs> and so it, uh, it's, it's incredible uh, because he sleeps in it every single day. And so, you know, when you do it, you know exactly what to do. You know where everything is. You know where all the holes are. You know what this, that. You know where to position your vehicle. Um, you know, the thousand different things you have to think of. It just comes natural, and it takes zero time. Um, and so uh, if you buy one of these uh, trailers that have a rooftop tent, you, you're going to have to be dealing with that, and you're going to have to get used to that. But a lot of these trailers not only have a rooftop tent, they have an annex attached to the rooftop tent. So you've got another thing that's added on there. Um, and a lot of them have uh, these new trailer tents like Aaron has on his turtleback. Uh, it's a trailer tent from Howling Moon. It's got its own awning. So you've got all that to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just adding weight. You're adding time. And if you don't do it every single day, which if I had that, I would not do it every single day. But there's so much to consider when, we, you're, when you're thinking that's about a, it. That's a good point. If you're going to be somewhere for a while, you know, when, when we're going to stay at a place for a week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever, we'll put out all of the stuff. We have an awning and an awning room and all of that extra hmm. stuff. But if we're just going to be there for a day or two, we don't, you know, pull out the kitchen sink and put everything out because it yeah. does take a lot of time to pack up and put out it all really of the does. things that we do have. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, 
we've we've talked about in in my wife you know she says i have my own job and know how to do it we're a team of doing things that will be complicated so uh it, it's it's funny because when we go set up some more my wife doesn't even ask me anymore she knows exactly what her job is her job is to uh, set up the rooftop tent get the bed ready um, i get the awning out you know we have our own little jobs of getting everything and it goes twice yep. or, twice as fast so mm -hmm. actually um if you have two people you can do it three times faster one person three times faster than one oh, yeah. person it's, that's it's exponential well yeah. um, we've got the yeah. kids doing things now awesome so they each um, have a job and it goes a lot quicker that's great that's great if you have them utilize them uh, <laughs> you know don't don't let them be wasted space yeah that's right you gotta use your resources it's good for them too it teaches that's them right. different You're skills right. it is good kind of them. involves them a little more and that's what that's it's exactly about right. is, you know that's giving exactly them the right. experience so well moving on uh we're going to get into some that you can actually sleep inside so getting into the teardrop mm -hmm. trailers um, on the left is uh, Jeff with uh, Badak Adventure Co. That's his original uh, trailer, the kitchen in the back, and uh, you can sleep inside of it. It has a roof rack and storage box on the front. Uh, great design. I love that design. I love how it comes up in the back, so you've got yeah, a lot of clearance nice. when you're going off road. Say, yeah. um, it's a it's a great great design. Um, there's a there's a company out of shoot I can't the name of it they, they, they build a trailer called camp box and uh love their design they're not made here in the united states but uh jeff's design is a lot like theirs uh, it's great because you've got the articulating hitch and you've got a high rise in the back so if you've got that you can go just about anywhere yeah that's um nice. the one on the right um they came out uh, last year i believe was the first year for them to have it colorado camp works this is the all electric trailer. So there's no propane whatsoever. The people who are all about saving uh, natural resources and the green people and not want to cut down trees, they love this trailer because everything is solar. Um, the cook surface is solar. Um, uh, everything is solar. They have fans, they have a lot of electrical stuff and it's completely electric. So it's, uh, oh yeah, camp box is out of chili. Thanks Jeff. Um, so uh, great, great designs on both of these trailers, but completely different designs. And so uh, you see on the Camp Works, it doesn't have a box on the front, so they're keeping down the tongue weight. Um, it's sloped in the back because that's where their solar panel is. Mm -hmm. And you can see that the, uh, the tires are really set far back, where on Jeff's trailer, the axle was really set in the center and um it slopes up in the back so it's a it's a completely different design um so it just depends on preference and what you're wanting to do where you want to go with it uh, we have a few more on the uh this is bare teardrops uh this is another design uh really high end in the back uh, opens up in the back has a rooftop tent on top of it uh, along with a an awning so you can sleep inside of it or you can sleep on top of it so this is a really good combination if you have uh several people or if it's a man and a wife with kids so you can yeah. some of them can sleep in the camper some can sleep on the rooftop tent so you have options there um it does make it top heavy so you have to watch where you where you go with it 
Um, but uh, it's it's a really good design. I really like that design. This is um, the one from uh, Overkill. Uh, Overkill is the only teardrop uh, camper manufacturer that I know of that is actually making a slide out. Um, so this is a really neat design. I interviewed a couple actually right out a year ago who lives in one of these full time. And uh, they have uh, two small children. I mean, like four and five year old small children. They pull it with a Lexus uh, GX and uh, does fine. So it's got a rooftop tent, awning, a slide out, a lot of room. They put those um, the boxes on the back instead of having uh, a kitchen in the back. The kitchen is actually on the side and uh, has all the comfort of home. You can sleep in it and you can really have a lot of room. So this one from Overkill is really neat design. Um, and the uh, slide out is not motorized. It's just a pull on, I think it's on uh, uh, bearings, I think is what it's on. So it's, it's pretty cool. Mission Overland, um, there's pops up from the inside. So I believe that you can sleep up top or you can sleep down below. Um, you can stand up in it, uh, which a lot of people like, uh, especially when it's cold outside, hot outside, or whatever. You have the temperature right inside. Um, you can stand up and get dressed or whatever. Uh, so, And I like the way that they're wrapping uh, these tents. Mm -hmm. So you can get anything on there that you want. So you could get a giant bro pose, which I would highly recommend uh, on the side if you get one of these trailers. Uh, it would be like the best, coolest trailer out there. Um, and so Mission's doing pretty cool. Now this one, uh, hang on. this one was at Rendezvous. So this is the new Valkyrie Overland Micro Habitat. Uh, this one is made a lot like the um, the new uh, campers that you put in a full size truck. Uh, it has the sliding uh, roof, so you can slide it back and stand up in it, or you can slide mm -hmm. it the other way. And make a bed so people can sleep downstairs upstairs uh really really cool uh, valkyrieoverland.com they have a great video on this trailer uh really like the design i love the humongous box in the front and i like the window in the front i thought that was really cool um yeah and um so a really neat design back opens up and the kitchen's in the rear um and these these are a lot like the the ones that y'all had so you, you both had teardrops um and you know the the way that all these are made are completely different than the ones that you had but they're all still the same concept the same design um so what do you think it is that makes one over the other to people who are looking for one in this category hmm that's a good question. Um, you know, I think I think it, in the end they all offer similar capability. Um, you know, but there are nuances. So you know, it's it's like in the RV world. You know, anybody who's RV'd, it's they're almost like computers where they're outdated from year to year, or every couple of years because. Uh, you know, additions that are made or, you know, different options that weren't available. And that's sort of what you see going on with these and the evolution of them is just, um, 
with with the experience of them, you gain more knowledge of people's needs, or you learn different uh, manufacturing techniques, or different materials, or you know um, that hold up better, or more durable and mm -hmm. versatile. So you know, I don't know if you know some people are some people are name brand people. Yeah. I don't think it's any one thing. You know, some people they gravitate towards a name. Um, you know more aesthetics some people just like shapes or you know uh colors you know so i don't i don't know if it's uh necessarily like one's better than the other as far as what it offers it's just or what uh, it has. Or, or you know a lot of it is like you just haven't been exposed to these other configurations and you know true you only know what you know so and then you go with that so um I think it's a variety. I don't think it's any one thing. Yeah. Well, Tony and I are both are OCD. So I, I think it's going to be like, what is the new hotness? Uh, a lot of it is that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The appearance. It's, it blends, appearance. It's, yeah. Just the aesthetics of it. Some people, yeah. the shape, the colors, um, you know, pop up, no pop up. You know, it's just, uh, and we've seen it's, it's like, it's, it's like everything in this, in this game. It's just really, you have to find, you know, what works best for how, yeah. for where you go, what you do, how you do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, people go different, you know, some people stay in certain environments or some people go in varied environments. Uh, mm. You know, I've seen people carrying, you know, kayaks or bikes, a lot of, people with mountain bikes. So the way it's configured and you can stow your, that sort of stuff, that's what you're going to go with. So, or solar, mm -hmm. you know, some people like the mount or solar on the platform. Some people just break the panel out and set it on the ground. You know, it's all, Preference, I think, right? I think what the industry's doing is kind of, uh, they're recognizing all of those things mm -hmm. and, you know, you can only put so much on one, um version of these so yeah you know, different companies will kind of branch off and then that becomes really popular so then other companies you know kind of emulate that with their own model and it's just you're kind of feeling it out as they go too i think yeah you know so the industry uh, uh, will drive true. the industry can drive preference true in a uh, way you can definitely tell on uh, on a lot of these the people who are who are making them whether they overland or not um, or if if they're getting ideas off somebody else um you know and but you know it, for for me you know i'm getting i'm getting up there in age and so if i have to be a contortionist to get in and out of one of these i'm not getting it because yeah. um you know if if i'm looking for comfort i don't want to wake up sore and i don't want to have to crawl out and land on the ground uh, to be able to get up every single morning. I'm not doing it. Um, no, that's so, a good point. That's um, a real good point. Cause young, I, younger people, people it, it may be, it may be better for them. Uh, for those of us who are older, um, like, uh, Larry says, it's a must to be able to stand up inside of, them. um, yeah. for me, I, if I don't stand up and stretch up, stretch out every now and then, you know, parts of my body go to sleep and they don't wake up for weeks. And so, <laughs> Uh, it's kind of hard to things you have to get something where it, it fits you. If you don't have a place to get outside and change, trying to change inside of one of those, if you can't stand up, 
Yeah. Well, it's not also, no. also I, I think the big thing too is some people spend more time inside than others too. So, True. you know, if you're the type of person that you're going to want to be in there longer, you know, something that has more wiggle room, like you're talking about standing up and yeah. maybe you can eat cook in there or you can do something else in there, you know, that's better for you. Whereas other people, they literally just sleep in it. And yeah. outside of that, they're never in it. Yeah. You know? Right. So, and and you know, right, right now, um, you know, last weekend we spent a, a lot of time in the tent a couple nights because, you know, it's getting dark really early. Um, mm -hmm. It was super cold outside. And, um, you know, and so we just went up and got in the tent and we stayed up there mm -hmm. uh, watching movies from six at six in the evening till seven or eight o'clock the next day. Now, that's not normal for us because we like being outside, you know, and I want I like the awning. I like the awning with the walls. Uh, I like the kitchen being outside so I can cook outside. Um, I like being able to be outside and, 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 and do outside. When I got out of that tent after being in it for 13 hours, I hurt. I mean, I just hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, like Tony said, you know, we had the annex on the tent. So I was able to get down in the annex you know where the diesel heater was blowing it was warm in there i could stand up i could stretch out i didn't have to be out in the 29 degrees outside it was nice um so th that's what i look for i look for places where i can get and and get my body woke up uh after being crammed in some you know if i've been horizontal for more than eight hours uh, I, I need some space and so yeah, yeah. I, I look for that and, and that's uh, the great it, thing about those annex rooms you know they they give you that spot that you can get out of the elements get warmed up get out of the rain or the cold in the rain and um, not necessarily need um a trailer like this you know so yeah it's yeah. just it's just a matter of what you want you know uh, exactly nothing wrong with it either one exactly and connie says she's got to have her privacy and that's, <laughs> and that's yes, true Females got to have the privacy. Yeah. That's... Um, so, you know, it, and in an annex in 29 degree weather is so much better than a shower tent. Yes. Um, yeah. That does not have a roof. It doesn't have a little have less traffic. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it all depends on what you, what you want, but uh, privacy and warmth, that's our two, two big things that we're looking at right now, especially till March of next year. Yeah. Oh man. So uh, moving on to, uh, I, I called it uh, special trailers that really didn't have a category because they they're kind of in between um, different things. The X3 Patriot was probably number one on my list for at, right after it came out because it is small where you could pull it. It's lightweight. It's low to the ground, but you actually live inside of it instead of staying in a tent so you actually walk in the back and you stay inside this tent um and one of the things that i really loved about this trailer was when you put the walls on the outside of the awning you can open up the tent where the people that are outside cooking can actually see and visit with the people that are actually inside the camper and i think that's really cool i love that about this um, a lot of really cool options can come with this. You can push a button and a, and a carafe pops up out of nowhere so you can fix your coffee in the morning while you're still in the bed. 
Um, I mean, so many cool things with this trailer. I love this trailer um, and still do. Um, I, I think it's really cool. There's nothing out there like it. Nothing bougie. out there that I have seen that's like this trailer. It's bougie it, for sure. It is bougie. <laughs> uh, when you fold this thing up, it's got a hard top. You can put bicycles on top. You can put um, uh, anything that you want up there. Uh, kayaks or whatever and haul so you've got a lot of options with a trailer like this uh, but they are pricey they're very proud of these trailers and it's almost a year wait um, oh. on one of these the opus trailers are uh, another thing that's really kind of in a class by themselves uh, they're not really a pop-up camper uh, they're a blow-up camper um, and so uh, you know I traveled a lot with Lee who has one of these he opened that thing and pushed a button, and in about 20 seconds, it was done. Uh, it was neat. Um, I'd never seen anything like it. It's humongous on the inside, um, but it was kind of a pain if you wanted an awning because there's nothing really to, to attach anything to. Um, they have their own awnings that blow up, but they're a pain, and he rarely ever set it up. So uh, it's kind of a downfall to one of those. Uh, Size-wise, you're getting close to some of the reasons that we got away from the fifth wheel and the travel trailer with some of these. Yeah, yeah. This is an X grid. Um, this wow was really crazy looking to me. <laughs> yeah. So you've got like a it's got a pontoon boat bimini <laughs> sitting on top of this trailer. This looks like a pontoon. Um, the back opens up and it looks like it's got a. Uh, shower you can enter into the back it's got a fridge back there um, you can sleep inside of it um, it's a uh, got a little bitty tiny looks like a single person pop-up rooftop tent on top and it's just it's just very interesting it's uh yeah it's definitely different I've never I seen anything like this this is this is I just oh, envision high winds and that canopy going right away. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're you're not going out to Kansas and camping in that thing and sitting mm -hmm. up there like Granny in a rocking chair. It'll blow well, you. Well, Wyoming. Uh, we had some. We experienced some really high winds yeah. in Wyoming. Oh and my they goodness, were. Really? Uh, they just kind of come out of nowhere sometimes, and yeah. you know, so it happens. You got to be ready. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And the cricket, the taxa cricket. Uh, this is one of the funniest shaped um, trailers I've ever seen. Uh, it, it goes up to a point in the center, comes back down in the front, but then it pops up where you can stand up in it. Just about everything that is normally outside on an overlanding trailer is inside. Your kitchen is inside. You have... Um, everything that you could possibly think of in there, you've got a stereo system, TV, and just a lot of things. Uh, they're real light. They're made in the United States, so they're, um, Craig says they're super popular. Hey, Craig, welcome to the show. Craig is the one that I visited with down in Denton, Texas, and uh, appreciate you being here. But he says the crickets are super popular, can't keep them in stock. They actually sold one while we were there and drove off with it um so it's the the taxes are, are really neat they're very they're very not bougie 
I guess if you might say, so if you go down and you look in a, if you look in a, uh, a tax, a trailer, you're going to see milk crates. You know, that's, that's what their storage is, a milk crate behind a bungee cord. So they, they really keep the price down by making things simple. And, you know, the way that I live, I got milk crates everywhere. I mean, I mm -hmm. know milk crates. That's my thing. Um, and so that's your jam right at home. I feel right at home. Um, it's it was it was really neat. But these are really kind of in a category all by themselves. It's it's kind of like a teardrop trailer. But the the people that uh, I, I believe, if I'm Craig, if I, if I'm not mistaken, the people that design taxa are actually um, NASA people. So they don't think like the rest of us do. So when they think about something it goes through their mind and it's it's it comes out completely different than what we would what we would think about so Rocket the tax of, yeah it's it's different and i remember the first time i ever saw one of these yeah craig said yes okay um so i remember the first time i ever saw one of these i thought man that thing is weird it's weird looking yeah. uh, but when you pop it up it's practical yeah so, i don't know if it's an illusion but like the way the the window and the door, they don't look square with the world. Like, well, that's because the roof is at like a thirty-degree angle. Yeah. And when you pop it up, it you know when you open the door, the roof's going down and the door's going up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it doesn't make sense to the person who didn't pay attention to physics and geometry. <laughs> and so it's <laughs> it's it's very interesting. Where's that person at? So, I actually snapped um, a picture of one of those in Wyoming because I thought they were so unique looking. Yes. Well, there's there, there's a lot of um, benefits to these trailers. You know, they're they're truly a work of art. When you when you look at them, if you like things that are not like anything else, they make sense to you and you like them. Uh, if uh, there's tons of room, there's a lot of different options that you can get to them. You have access to the inside and outside at the same time. They're fancy, um, and they have really good overlanding capabilities. So it's you know there's um, there's a lot of benefits to those. Um, but when you get to like the Hilton of overlanding, you move into the full size category. So you get into the OP three. Um, the Opus came out with the full size. Um, Jeff, no, we have not discussed the Conqueror yet. Well, we discussed uh, the 390, but we haven't got into the to the to the big one yet. Um, this is a big trailer. This is a 15 foot uh, slide out. Um, pop top pops up. You're going to need a full size rig to pull this. This is pretty much a camper. So it is. Um, it's very. It's it's very nice. Uh, it's very. Um, I think this is almost identical to the OB, was it OBI or OB1? I think it's OBI. Uh, very, very, very close to the OBI trailer that we uh, looked at and um, and uh, took videos of while we were down in Denton uh, at the place uh, down there. Um, but this, they have pushed the, the, the step where you go out, OBI dweller. Thanks, babe. Um, there's a button that you push the step on the bottom is motorized and it pops out for you 
the hand grip that you um, pull yourself up into it is lit up. It's, it's, I mean, it is really, really bougie. Um, the, the, uh, a solar, uh, solar in the, in the electrical is outrageous on this. So much, so much power. They're really, really nice. Um, I found this one today while I was looking. Now this looks like something out of Mad Max to me. I mean, yeah. this is just, this is like a 10 foot dual axle and that, um, the roof rack looks like you you could set a tank on it. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. just crazy looking. Uh, so wow. this, this, that's kind of, kind of crazy. Uh, really don't know much about this, uh, but that's pretty cool. This one is appealing to a lot of people because they like uh, to do different things. They have motorcycles, they have ATVs, yeah. but they mm -hmm. also want to go off grid with them. And so uh, this is an X-Grid, X-Venture, I'm sorry, X-Venture UTV. I believe Patriot Trailers also makes one that has a place in the back where you could put ATVs that has, an, has their actual X1 um, on the front of it. So you have all the features of a Patriot trailer on the front, rooftop tent, nice shower, nice kitchen, nice everything, and still have the flat part in the back to pull your ATV around. So these are really appealing to a lot of people. Now you're getting into big money, getting into big money here. Um, so these probably not so much, but on the Patriots, um, we're talking 75, 80,000 on those. Nut, nut, <clears throat> nut house industries makes one that's similar to that that's all aluminum oh cool yeah very cool this is the kimberly uh, these these came into the united states not very long ago the there was uh the guy who used to import the conquerors uh, started importing the kimberleys these were at rendezvous two years ago they weren't at rendezvous this year i think they're up around ohio Somewhere, I believe, is where they import these two. This Kimberly trailer, if you've never seen one of these, it's truly a work of art. The back the back part that you see there on the right, it's a slide out. So you it pushes in, and then the whole top goes down. Yeah. So it's it is like no, no taller than an Opus trailer when you're pulling it down the road. Yeah. It's, um, it is crazy, crazy cool, but this trailer right here is $100,000. They had it roped off. You could not go in there. They did not want your footprints in there. They did not want your fingerprints in there. They did not want kids in there. They just wanted you to look at it from afar. And I can it's imagine not. when I saw the price tag on it, I thought, holy cow. I mean, that's cool. But, you know, even if I won the lottery, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. There, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. And uh, this was nice. I had a lot of room in it. And I like being able to live inside of it. But very, very very expensive so did you sneak into it then to where you saw the insider i stepped up the steps <laughs> and um got my toes on the inside of it and the guy caught me and said sir can i help you and uh, <laughs> that was his way of asking you to leave <laughs> uh, like, uh, yeah you can help me you can help me off this thing so i don't break anything before i get yeah. off of it uh it's crazy now this is the one 
that we got to see this past week. This is the Conquer 490 UEV 490 Platinum. Uh, this was a treat. It's going to, uh, it, it was, we spent four hours going over this trailer. I was in awe of everything. I, I'm going to have a video coming out about it. We did a walk around and it, it actually took a good 45 minutes to talk about everything in this trailer. It was, they use every single piece of space. Um, it was incredible. Now, the tongue weight or the weight of this trailer is a little over 4,000. So you're getting, uh, look at what my wife says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was, um, you know, I've seen these. Uh, Jeff said that's not one of the nicest campers out there. And I, and I agree. I agree with you on that, Jeff. Uh, after I, I've seen these on computer screens for years, but I've never actually seen one in person. In, until we stopped in Denton, Texas. Uh, and if you're around North Texas or around the Dallas area, I highly encourage you to get down there and um, and see one of these. Uh, the price tag on this was 82, but they had dropped it to 62, uh, wow. which I thought was a decent price. Now, if you talk to somebody, I've talked to somebody in the RV world um, a couple times about this and they're like, are you crazy? That's so, that's way too much money. I said, you just don't understand everything that's in this trailer. Uh, an amazing kitchen setup. You've got a 180 awning on both sides. And one of the cool things about this trailer is so much attention to detail. When you open up that 180, there's a, a switch you can flip. And there's actually LEDs on the awning arms where you can light up inside there with just a flick of a switch. Very cool. I thought that was attention to details really really cool there's actually another small awning that comes out over this front spot where you can where you sleep at uh, i love this design um, a lot of the trailers that are designed this way have way too much sleeping area for us they put too many beds in there there's a bed on the front there's a bed that folds out you can make the table into a bed and for us that's just wasted space because if, if you've got a bed that folds out and another bed that folds out, that's too much for us. We don't need that. Um, you know, we sleep together. I, I don't know if there's ever going to be a time where she wants her own bed. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, um, yeah could be. But for now, that's, that's wasted space for us. So they came up with this one. It had a door on both sides. The whole back end was couch, table. It had TV, stereo system. It had an air conditioner diesel heater hot water shower everything that you could think of was in this trailer it was really really incredible and i absolutely loved it i adored it so that's, that's crazy it's really Almost cool how you really feel joey <laughs> i'm telling don't, you don't hold uh, back once, now. once i actually saw it there was not one thing and you know i can usually pick a trailer apart and come up with stuff that i hate or yeah. i don't like this trailer everything that was on it i love there was not one single thing that i did not like now they make a smaller version of this the 440 which is probably going to be a better size for the fj this one is right at 4,000 pounds so that's right at what an fj will tow and i don't want to kill my fj i really like my fj so if i can get a little bit smaller one um that has 
pretty much the same features. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. And I know Jeff's been talking about uh, the Bruder EXP4. Uh, this is the Bruder EXP4. This thing, I believe, is around $165,000. Nope. It is the creme de la creme of Australian campers. Uh, I really have looked these over front to back. The suspension on them is outrageous. If you can see above those tires, yeah, those things have long travel gas shocks on on the suspension they are unbelievable when it comes isn't it four-wheel independent four-wheel independent yeah it's crazy I mean, it's really cool but whew. it's cool but um if you look on the inside of them it's it's almost like you have entered into the hilton because everything is like white leather and <laughs> I mean, you're you're out in the middle of nowhere everything gets dirty and dusty yeah. in one trip yeah you're like uh it's ruined mm. don't sit on my couch don't sit on my couch <laughs> take your shoes off yeah jeff says it has auto leveling air ride oh wow uh everything that you can think of is on these trailers they are unbelievable but i mean you're looking at a 13 maybe 14 foot trailer at almost two hundred thousand dollars when you think about sales tax um import charges all this other stuff and i don't know if you can see it but it's being pulled by a brand new land cruiser so that's the kind of people who pull these the people who can afford a ninety thousand dollar car so it's um in australia a small one bedroom apartment might be one million dollars <laughs> uh could be could be but you know to each his own. I don't even know if the roof pops up or if you can even stand up in these. So it's it, it's kind of crazy what um, what you're charging now. Now the material that they use to make these trailers is is another one of those NASA deals. Uh, it's something that just blows my mind how they can compress stuff and make it harder than a rock. Uh, but apparently they're they're supposedly indestructible. And oh, Jeff says the top does pop up. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Thanks. No lie, been there 10, 12 times. Oh, yeah, about apartments. Um, but the full-size trailers, you got tons of options. You can have AC, heat, pop-up tents, slide-outs. Uh, the engineering is just incredible. You have so much more room. You can stand up inside of them. The living space is not one that you have to fall out of on the ground. Uh, when you get out of it, you know, every morning you can get ready. Uh, out of the elements um, they're fancy and they have good off-roading capabilities now I don't know if uh, where, where you go overlanding at but if you have a full-size trailer like this you're not pulling it through the Ozarks uh, down a trail uh, you may there may be some places out in California you know I've seen them out there that's just wide open um, that you can pull a trailer anywhere but if you're in Arkansas if you're in Missouri Kentucky, Tennessee, you're not pulling these anywhere. You're going to find a big open spot pretty close to the main road, and you're going to base camp with it. Yep. That's, that's what you're going to do. There's really no ifs, ands, or buts, because you don't want a tree branch busting out your 
$550 window, uh, it's just not something you're going to want to do all the time. It'll so buff it's, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll no buff out. Yeah. 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 It's just a scratch. It's just a it's scratch. Just a scratch. I mean, I've only had it six months and I paid $165,000 for it. It's just a scratch. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. Now, I don't know uh, what you drive, but you know the downfalls of these is a lot of them are really heavy you have to think about weight uh, if you if you travel out where there are mountains uh, even between here and springfield there's pretty good places on highway 65 that there are toll on my fj pulling my little bitty trailer i couldn't imagine pulling something like this the price very expensive you're getting on up there into where you're gonna have to you know sell a kid or uh, a kidney, um, anything. Um, and if you're wanting to retire and travel with one of these, you've got to think about it. Can I get this paid off by the time I retire? Or am I going to have to be paying on it for 30 years? Or, you know, how much money am I going to have to borrow? Is that going to keep me from retiring? That's something that I think about. Yeah. You know, right, I'm at a stage right now. I'm five years from retirement. I want a trailer now. So in five years, I can have it paid for. Because one of the things that keep people from retiring is owing too much money. And I don't want to owe anybody anything where I have to work. I want to be able to work if I want to work. Yep. But if I don't, I want to sit there and drink coffee and, you know, go out and explore, come back, have a cigar, take a nap, um, <laughs> and think about the people who are out there working and have a toast to them. You know, exactly. but I don't want to be forced into um, having to having to pay for something just to be able to live. And so that is what I consider when I'm looking at these trailers, because it, it's something that I want to do. I mean, I have, I have something that's perfect for us right now, but for our forever home in, in five years when I'm retired and, you know, I, I tell my wife, I'll come back and visit her every now and then. Um, I, I want something I can live in. And, uh, and so it's, it's 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 something that I consider, and Joe and Misty, I know y'all have considered this because y'all are retired and traveling full time, and and you have done a lot of different things. You've owned a restaurant, you've you've done things, but now you're just you're just out there living life, and so you have to. I know you have to think about these things. If this is what you want to do full-time you've got to consider these things you've got to consider what i drive how much it weighs how much it costs yeah how am i going to make a living or can i live off what i have was that something that y'all talked about for a while oh yeah sure i mean um you know to do it like what you're talking about full-time and not working and you know and retiring untraditionally like you know we're not talking like 65 70 years old you know you have to it's a lifestyle. So, and again, it's not that one is right or one is wrong or one's better or one's worse. It's just, you know, it's a complete change in the way you live and look at things and the, and, um, you know, wanting stuff or experience, you know, yeah. we have to choose, you know, if we want stuff or experience and if you want stuff and experience, then you either have to work more, to have both or you have to be independently wealthy right so well you're going to have to pay for it one way or another right that's what i mean so yeah 
you know, it's uh, and that's where most of us just have to choose. You know, you can't have both worlds. So and that's where the lifestyle choice just comes in. And it's so, yeah, all those things come into play. And like you said, the key is the debt. You know, the debt is the the biggest factor that prevents um, retiring early or doing more of what you want, less work and more play. So yeah. you know, the more debt you have you know, the less freedom you have. So, yeah, that's just Tony, you, you, you mentioned, Tony, you mentioned earlier that um, you, you sold your trailer and got rid of it because you had uh, different priorities right now. Do you see a trailer in your future? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I see one. Definitely. Um, we're uh, working with a company that's coming out with a couple of models uh, that hopefully they'll be in the U.S. here pretty soon. But still uh, trying to sort out logistics uh, as everything else is trying to get into the U.S. But uh, yeah. so we'll see uh, until then we're going to run two vehicles. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, Joe and Misty have proved that two vehicles work very effectively. Um, yeah. It's plus if you have a wife that likes to drive and uh, yeah. wants to learn and do her own thing, wants to be, you know, very independent. Uh, so well, and, and we were lucky enough to win a second tent here in that raffle here a while yeah. back. So now, now we've got one for the JK. Uh, I haven't mounted it yet. It, it won't be on this weekend, but, uh, but yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Well, there's a lot of questions that you have to ask yourself when it comes to tent. Uh, I mean, to trailers. Uh, does the does the cool factor fit in with your lifestyle and what you want to do? You know, there's a lot of gear out there that's so cool. Um, and I have bought a lot of it and never used it, but I just bought it because it was cool. Uh, but, you know, that stuff was only maybe 100 or $200. We're talking like $25,000, $50,000 here. Um, and there's a lot of trailers out there that I just look at. You know, I look at the Conqueror and the X3 and think, man, those are cool. And how awesome it would be to have one of those. Yeah. But does it fit yeah. into the lifestyle that I'm going to Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the key is it's uh, they're all great in their own way. It's just figuring out which one um, fits into what you want to do. Um, yeah. So that's the first thing you got to start with is what is it that you want to do? And then you build everything around that. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, we considered selling ours this past fall, and then we just we couldn't pull the trigger on it. We like no you know and we're not we're not the kind of people that hold on to things that we don't necessarily need but it is a nice option to have on those times that we do want that yeah, that roof over our it's, head and it's practical yeah. in its own way yeah right. Just, right. you know like i said there's nothing wrong with having the tra a trailer or not pulling a trailer it's just you know it, and well and it's nice to know that you have that option yeah whether right. you're using it or not you have right. that in your mind. Oh, we've got the trailer. We can use that. And that's, yeah. that's comforting to me yeah. um, because you know, whether we, whether we use it or not this time, next time we may. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so just having it is, is comforting to me because it's always an option. If, if I were to sell my trailer, I could never replace it for what I've got in it. Right. And so if I go to replace it, I'd be out that much more money and I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to let it go. Plus and that's, that's what came, that's what came into our um, final decision was you know it's it's not only that you're never going to get out of what you put into it but it's also 
you lose that capability and that versatility that that yeah. offers. So yeah. yeah, like you said, you know, you may use it, you may not, you may use it more or less, but it's always nice to just have that available because, you know, it, it does have its uses for sure. Yeah. You know, so absolutely. I agree. I agree. Well, like we've said, but I don't think you've made that easier by showing us all these needs. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> I'm going to dream about some of these tonight, and and you know, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna be going over all these questions in in my mind. Is does it have enough room? Is it the right color? Can I stand up in it? You know, uh, uh, is, what might be an option? Get out of the elements. Uh, how do I really need that much room? Uh, no, it might be an option. Is and I know that you may not be able to get the brand or the specific configuration, but. Uh, a lot of times people will uh, rent something. Yeah. You know, you could rent it for a little while, see if you stay like it. in it, use it, take it places, see how it works for you with, before you're committing to something and putting all the money into it. Um, so that's an option if, you know, any of those are available, you know. I know people do that with vehicles. Yeah. So, yeah. And RVs, you know, people will do it with RVs. So um, that's an option for you. Or yeah. you have friends that have them. Yeah. 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 Well, this is an educational show. And at the end of the show, I like to ask people what they've learned. So, uh, you know, we came into this, um, you know, not knowing uh, what what input each of us were going to have, maybe not knowing what we were going to be seeing or, or anything like that. And, and maybe you've had something go through your mind that you thought, oh, that's that's a good idea. I need to I need to consider that a little more. So I'm going to start with you, Tony. What did you learn on the show this evening? <laughs> well, you know, I, I knew there were some expensive ones out there, but I didn't know there was that broad a range. Yeah. I mean, whew. Yeah, the, lots to choose from. There's it's lots like the, lots of options. Like the, the buffet yeah. of overlanding yeah. trailers. It is. You start You start on the end where the salad is. Yeah. And then you end on the end where the steak is. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Just blow your beer budget real quick. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Joe, Misty, what did y'all learn on the show tonight? I think one of the one, the things actually is uh, the, the variance of them. I, you know, there were quite a few there that I didn't even know anything about, you know, yeah. I've seen, I've seen quite a few of them on the road and the trails and stuff, but some of those, yeah. I haven't seen them. The so. cricket. I've never seen the cricket before. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it once, and it's, it's pretty unique yeah. looking. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense when you say it's designed by NASA people. Yeah. It's out of this world. Yeah. Out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. To the moon, Alice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I, have, I have also learned um, uh, I need to – Put on the brakes sometimes uh, i'm quick to pull the trigger i like the buy it now button and um yeah. you know it's it, i'm not really one of those that wants to say well i'm not going to buy a trailer this year because i want to see what's coming out next year i'm, I'm not one of those guys it, it doesn't really matter i i know i know what i like i know what our needs are but um i need to put the brakes on every now and then and just think uh, is this really something that we need right now? Um, you know, and, and not just when it comes to trailers, when it comes to pretty much everything, because I got, I got a garage full of gear that I bought out there and used one time, and now it's just taking up space. So um, I, 
the cool factor gets me a lot. Um, and so I need to, I need to put on the brakes sometimes and, and think about, is this really worth uh, what I'm You know, that, that uh, makes me remember here. Do you, do you know who Dome Life is? Yeah. 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 You, you, they, it's terrible. They had their trailer stolen lately, but they don't camp in their trailer. They don't. They just Not have stuff all. around in it. Yeah. 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 So, and I think well, I saw that's a, today. That's an interesting take too. I think I saw today that um, they they posted, and I haven't watched the video, so I may be incorrect about this, but I think somebody replaced that trailer for them and got them back on the road. Oh, that's good. Yes. Um, pretty. Neat. Yeah. They they found they found another one. Uh, they they actually bought a replacement in okay. Tennessee. One just like what they had. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. But that's what you were saying about retiring, you know, getting close to retiring. That's those things that you got to think about now. Like you were saying, you have all of this stuff, but if you're not using it, is it really, do you really need it? You know, is it really good to keep holding on to those things and acquiring new things when you're ready to start kind of downsizing and living a simpler life and being able to go out and have more experiences than having a lot of things? Yeah. Well, so think, sometimes you do need you mean you, you guys don't care so you guys don't carry your attic full of christmas ornaments with you well, i think <laughs> i think that was one of the, that was really one of the hardest things in the transition yeah. Oh, yeah was getting rid of the stuff all the stuff that you acquire over your life that yeah. you're you're invested in you know you you work for you you know it's the hardest thing is letting that stuff go yeah and, yeah um because you're so attached to it because like i said you there's memories with it you, you did that yeah. you know yeah. what i mean so yeah but you can't again you know if you are in a position where you can keep your home and have all the stuff and live on the road you know you that's an issue you won't have to to um tackle but right you know most people they're going to have to choose you know do they want to and like i said it's just a lifestyle so yeah. yeah yeah it's hard it's not it's not an easy thing to do because you know it's a complete change in the way you're living i mean yeah, yeah. it's a different things. mindset you've got to change yeah. the way you think yeah. and but you know and that's why we did sort of a progression like that too is not that it was intended to be that way but you know going from a house to a travel trailer you know is a tra whole transition in itself and then yeah. going from the travel trailer to this so that yeah. that um smaller trailer we have has kind of you know helped us out with that that because, was our transition you know right yeah it's a it's a learning curve too so that's true you know when you go from a house to an rv it's a learning curve you have to learn how to reconfigure stuff store stuff you know and 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 that's only comes through time and experience and you gotta you be know, good at tetris yeah exactly <laughs> and yeah you know and then when you go from the travel trailer to overlanding it's it's the same game but yeah you know, it's learning, it's having that learning curve. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, the one thing about overlanding is, um, like we talked about before, Joey, it's like backpacking, you know, where everything is weight and volume, weight yeah. and volume, Yeah. you know, because of space and weight. capacity. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, if you're in that mindset already, you do a lot of backpacking, you know, it helps you with that transition because yeah. it's the same mindset and, thought process so yeah, yeah. and i, mean, I remember the first time i went backpacking with a buddy i showed up 
my pack weighed about 75 pounds and his weighed about 19 pounds and yeah. uh, about halfway through the trip i was about to die and uh yeah. you know i was thinking real quick i'm gonna have to rethink this and well the uh, backpacking you know, thing is like you have the what if thing right so yeah this happens yeah. i have this if this happens yeah. i have that so you wind up in the situation it is you're prepared it is. for everything but you're not going to be without something uh, yeah, exactly. So, so is that and, and is that, what, that that's the same way in, in overlanding? The same oh, way. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's going to be like when uh, next summer or spring when you start packing your kayak for the buffalo? You know that thing may not even float. It may not even float. <laughs> <laughs> it might be going down the river like this. Because I've got I've still yeah. got all that backpacking stuff. That's why yeah. I'm It's going to look oh, like that thing on Waterworld. Right. We, uh, we need to wrap this up. Uh, we're, well, this is one of the longest shows we've ever done, but it seems like we just started five minutes ago. This has been super fun. I appreciate y'all coming on here with us. I want to tell everybody and hope that if you don't have anything going this weekend, come to Artemis Overland Hardware uh, from 9 to 2. We're having a Christmas party. Santa's going to be there. Rigs and coffee. Yes. Uh, he has got a store full of amazing things. Come with a wallet that uh, you're ready to spend some money and also bring an unwrapped toy because we're going to be giving to toys for tots because uh, this is a season of giving. I also want to tell everybody that um, we do support uh, nonprofits. So this is a season of giving blue line overland right now is having a 50, 50 drawing uh, 50% will go to you. 50% will go to help a needy kid have a great Christmas. So I hope that you look them up and give to that. On behalf of Tony, Joe, and Misty, and myself, thank you for joining us this evening. We appreciate you being here. This was truly a treat, and I can't wait to see you all on Saturday. I appreciate you being here. Yes, have a sir. safe trip from Kansas to Springfield. Tony, hope you have a great rest of the week, and I hope your work doesn't get in to having a good in, in the way of having a good time. Oh, it's now, not. I'll, I'll, I'll be done on for, Friday. For everybody else, Hope you live the life that you've always dreamed of. And as always, watch out for number one. No step in number two. Have a great week. Thank you for watching. Professor. 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 Professor and friends. Joey the Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. To the Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and Professor and friends. Sponsored by Artemis Overland Hardware in Springfield, Missouri. More Expo, April 8th through the 10th, 2022. Big Iron Overland Rally, first weekend in June of next year. U.S. Action Tracks, Blue Cell Coffee Roasters, Linson Solar, Howling Moon Tents and Awnings, and our good friends at Long Creek Overland. Thank you for joining us.